This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. W, we got a W. LSU pulls it off, beating Mississippi State 28 to 25. In the most less smiles-ish, Ed Orgeron-ish type of finish. But LSU pulls it out as they are victorious, pulling off the victory 28-25. to Man, what a game. I mean, LSU has proven to me, and Ed just proved and confirmed he's coaching not to lose and not to lose his job. Like, 100%, Ed Orgeron is coaching not to lose his job. Regardless, LSU pulls it out. They get a little bit of luck there at the end with the Cole Taylor touchdown. Regardless, guys, I mean, LSU only giving up three points in the first half. You can't score. You can't run the ball. The play calling looks like absolute shit. Offensively, you don't have an identity. Guys, the first half, you're actually able to move the ball effectively on the ground. Blake, we can't run. I get it. Three, four yards, you can do that. That set up the RPO game. If you remember in the opening half, or to start the half, LSU has an 11-yard run from Ty Davis-Price. Touchdown. Then they come back. Amari Goodwin, nine-yard run. Busted coverage to, uh, to Trey Palmer. Touchdown. LSU doesn't have an identity as a team, man. They don't have an identity. Just unreal. Like, how do we come in here in a win and I'm pissed off? Regardless, they won it. Uh, before we get started, got to give a good shout-out to our good friends over at betonline.ag. Guys, I showed you my bet. Had LSU plus two and a half. Thank God, by the skin of our teeth, we won it. It's going to be a long season, though. Uh, go over to BetOnline. Place your bets for any of the other games. We've got a lot of college football today, so go over there uh, and place your bets. And our good, guy, good friends over at Play Action. Uh, playactionpools.com guys you can go there too put in your bets if you do win you can win some electric sunglasses and a pair of shoes over with our good friends over at play action pools it's playactionpools.com use the believe tab uh to set up and to win so we got a lot to get into we'll get into comments um first and foremost so i'm going to get to the comments i'll pull this one up first uh, Eddie Jones or Eddie James said, "Love the three-four defense and concept." Uh, concept, guys. First and foremost, before we blame the defense, you can blame the defense about what happened late. And I understand recency bias. What we just saw is what a lot of people will take from this game. Also, guys, do me a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to your social media pages. Share to your Facebooks. Share to your Twitters. Hit the retweet. Subscribe. Do all of that. Please hit the like and share. It helps us out a lot. Share, 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 share uh, the LSU postgame show. But I thought LSU came out and and really, you know, we, we heard from Ed all week long that they were going to come out in a four-man front. They were going to drop everybody at, uh, back out in coverage. They didn't do that. Ed threw a curveball, came out with a three-man front, played eight-man uh, or eight people 
back in coverage. And quite honestly, guys, the first half it prevailed. And halfway through the third quarter it prevailed. I'm not going to blame the defense about what just happened. They're late, yeah. They had some things go against them. Like the Damone Clark two-point penalty. Guys, if he's – let me explain that too. If the runner's behind the line of scrimmage, you have every right to knock his dick in the dirt. That was a horrible play. That was a horrible penalty. The refs called a horrible game. Ali Gay, let me look at my chart. Ali Gay getting held seven times. I just kept marking it down how many times Ali Gay was getting held by Mississippi State's offensive line. But the defense looked really good for about two and a half quarters. They gave up a touchdown, and then Mississippi State found their groove, and they started LSU just started giving up points. When you have a defense that's giving you the ball back, you have to step on somebody's throat and score. You have to step on somebody's throat and score. There's no F-word excuses on why LSU doesn't go out and score score the football. O-line, let's just call it, call it what it is. I'm not going to sugarcoat it anymore. This O-line, the interior of the O-line absolutely sucks. Liam Shanahan, uh, 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 on Hines, and Ed Ingram. Everybody's saying Ed Ingram's going to get drafted. You're going to have to show me a play in a game in a series where he dominated because, quite honestly, the entire game he looked lost and did not do really good. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I, I'm tired of seeing it. I've probably been the only person that hasn't been calling the O-line out by name, but good God, man. Good God. Your interior of your offensive line absolutely sucks. Richie Roche, one of our good sponsors, said, uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, I, uh, Joe says, hell, I'll take the win. But, yeah, you got a big game next week. I mean, look, you got Auburn next week. Guys, you got Auburn next week. You, you can't pull what you just pulled off and get another victory. You can't do that again. I mean, we can look at the stats. Let's see, Mick, uh, uh, Mikey says, I'll take the W, but we should have shut them shut them completely out. I don't. I do agree with that in the extent is I'm not going to put this on the defense. Guys, you got to go down and score. You need a little bit of luck, but my God, did you look so bad offensively. Against a defense that's not that good. Uh, Craig Schilling says, just glad it's not a midnight Eastern time zone. For AYS postgame. Yeah, I know. We, we'll have that one next week. Dakota says, take TD, uh, TDP out of the game. He ain't running hard like Kiner. Look, he had some good runs. But I agree. I mean, he's just not running the ball effectively. Let's look at the stats here. I mean, again, 13 carries, 51 yards. I mean, guys, he what is he, about 4.7 yards per carry? I'll take 4.7 yards per carry. Corey Kiner, four rushes, 14 yards. Mario Goodwin, three rushes, 11 yards. None of those coming in one play. The thing that gets me the most is LSU. Look, LSU was even past your run. They were 50-50. This goes to show me that, that LSU is playing not to lose. This is exactly how I know Ed Orgeron is playing not to lose. 27 passing attempts, 27 rushing attempts. We want to be 50-50. Look, man, if you're going to score with the RPOs, keep running the freaking RPOs. What the fuck are we doing? Excuse my language, but my God. Like, I'm sorry, bro. But at what point 
guys, you two RPOs on two drives back to back, you score. And then you don't run another one? What in the absolute F? Jake Peets, DJ Mangus, I'm sorry, Big Daddy. You need to go coach high school right now or, or go do something else because your identity of what you're wanting to do play calling right now sucks ass. I'm tired of seeing it, man. Unreal. Absolutely unreal. Uh, Russ says, sleepy performance from the, D, from the D. They stuck out the game plan. Guys, sleepy performance where? You're going to give up points. Your offense has to score, period. Your offense has to score. When your defense is damn near posting a shutout in the first half and you got 14 points and then you go out and score with the uh, the Kayshawn Booty and then the Trey Palmer, you got to step on somebody's throat. Uh, uh, they go down and score, meaning um, Mississippi State, you got to continue to keep your foot on the damn pedal. And that's on, guys, quite honestly, that's on Orgeron. You can read Orgeron's lips on the sidelines, and he's over there saying to be play conservative. Guys, it is what it is at this point. Ed's playing, Ed is playing not to lose, or coaching not to lose his job right now, period. It's showing. It's all over the place. Chase Abrams says, uh, embarrassing crunch time performance. The defense got tired out. Well, shit, I would expect so. I would expect so. Uh, Jeremiah brings up an interesting point here. Jeremiah Phillips on Facebook says the SEC refs are terrible. Yes, they're terrible. I mean, guys, quite honestly, what do you want the pass rush to do when they're getting held? I I know everybody's talking to me. You know, Paul on, on Twitter said, um, you know, uh, what's the, Will Rogers had all time, could have made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in the pocket. Guys, again, I'm not taking that away from the defense. I mean, let's look at this first half, play-by-play in the drive. Let's look here. You start off, this is Mississippi State's uh, opening positions. Fumble by Cardell Flott, who had one hell of a game. Touchdown, You uh, uh, the defense forces a punt. Um, then you come out and punt. LSU gets another interception, and then you punt again. Mississippi State goes down to get a field goal. Max Johnson throws the interception, and then you punt the rest of the half. When you come, when the defense comes out to start the drive and they get you a fumble and you score and then they get you another interception and you punt and then you turn right around again and you punt, guys, that's hitting yardage. That's hitting points. That's a 21-point swing. LSU comes out in the second half, scores a touchdown. Uh, uh, Mississippi State misses a field goal on a 14-yard drive. LSU again, punts. Seven plays, punts. Mississippi State. You have another drive where the defense uh, 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 causes a punt. LSU goes down and scores on a Trey Palmer. You go up 21-3. to Get you – they literally – Mississippi State comes back down, scores. LSU starts matching drive for drive, and then they go three and out. These punts when the defense is holding strong does not work. Doesn't work. It's not how you win football games. Uh, Eric Beasley says they're killing me with the t- TDP at this point. I don't disagree, brother. I, I mean, I, I don't disagree with you, Eric, uh, about TDP at this point. I mean, but Corey Connor has four rushes, 14 yards. I mean, at some point, you're going to have to stick with the back and go with him. 
I mean, he's not breaking tackles. He's br- getting br- uh, brought down. Uh, he's getting brought down by shoestring tackles. I mean, that's not how this is going to work. Chili Vic says, hashtag tell Blake, Orgeron is meddling with the offense. I truly believe it. Well, it's confirmed now. It's confirmed. Guys, you have a hell of a game next week. You have a hell of a game next week. Um, Cisco said, uh, says uh, he went back in. Who went back in? Eric says, Pete's needs help. It's not the players if Pete's is calling the plays. Well, there's some things. There's some things that's not on Pete's. Um, Chason Hines getting physically abused is not. <coughs> excuse me. Is not on um, Jake Pete's. That's not on Jake Pete's, right? Like, Chasen Hines getting pushed around up front. Ed, guys, I'm telling you, Ed Ingram is not a draftable guard right now. He might get drafted in the late rounds, but, guys, he, he he looks lost. I love Brad Davis to death, but at some point, man, we've given you four or five weeks here. If you don't know how to make the corrections, is it the scheme? Is Jake Pete's calling a scheme of these protections? Is this up to Brad Davis? What in the absolute – the, the simple fact on that sack, you remember from Max Johnson where LSU had to punt, TDP coming across Max Johnson's face where he where he's looking to that side of the field and he's having to find where he, what the coverage is and where his open guys are. I mean, at what, at what point do you just let Max go out there and start making some audibles too? Like, they don't have trust in him. It, it, it's my offense. It's my what I want to do. It, if Max Johnson sees a corner about to blitz, let him give a receiver a hot route. Hey, hot route. Let's make checks. Do the Joe Burrow. Give me a hot route. Feed me. Do something. Give me a hot route. Why the hell they took out Jack Besh? I have no idea. What the f, f- word? Why, I mean, guys, they're, you're keeping Jack Besh out. What for? Two steps forward, one step back, one step back for this offense. Where'd the tempo go? This whole check with me bullshit. I know that we won, but look, winning covers a multitude of sins. If you're excited about this game, I don't know what to tell you. You should not be happy. Uh, Diedrich, what's up, Diedrich? Says, I, I like seeing progression with our younger players. Play calling looking a little better. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Nuss needs to start getting reps, though. This isn't on Max. I mean, guys, this isn't on Max. This isn't on Max. Like, what are we putting on Max. Nussmeyer's 414 for the season. I, I agree with Michael Ray here on YouTube. He says, I can't blame the defense. It gives their offense the ball. I, I, I mean, man, I mean, at what point are we going to sit here and say that the defense played played good and you got to go out there and score? So, if you can't run the football, if you cannot run the football, I mean, we have a large sample size now. Everybody do us a favor, hit the like and share. You have a large sample size from this offense that, for whatever reason, whether it be O-line, running backs, whatever, you can't run the football. Now, early in the game, all this week, I told you that LSU was going to come out and try to establish a running game. They did. 13 carries for TDP, 51 yards. They got away from it. I mean, at some point, then, you got to – you remember the start the second half. Ty Davis-Price gets an 11-yard carry. You go down with the RPO with Kayshawn Bouti, you score. The next series, remember when LSU had to punt, Kayshawn Bouti, they show him on the sidelines. I, 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 
guys, for the life of me, is the kid hurt? What's going on with him? Y- do y'all remember seeing Kayshawn Booty on the sidelines? LSU uh, three and out in a punt? Gregory, no, I'm not going to enjoy the win, man. I'm not going to enjoy the win. Do I like the LSU one? Yes. I'm glad that they. I'm glad that they won. Don't get it twisted. If you if it's your first time watching the show, I have been banging all week that LSU is going to win this game, banging on the table. But I told you if it was a, a lackluster offense, that I'm not going to hold any bars. I mean, guys, I'm sorry. You're too talented to look like that. Guys, you're a field goal away. I mean, you're a field goal away from going into overtime with Mississippi State, who quite honestly is the worst team in the SEC West. They're the worst team in the SEC West. Uh, So, no, I I mean, again, I love the win, but I'm not going to sit here and celebrate it because a win – because that comment, that comment, win covers a multitude of sins. Offensively, you don't have it right now. Eddie James says, clarification, love the three of the four quarters of defense. Blake Quibido says, how can the O-line be this bad week in and week out? I think a lot of it has to do with play calling, but a part of the play calling, you got guys like Chase and Hines getting clapped, getting absolutely clapped. Um, this is an interesting point that I want to bring up that Derek brings in here. Linebackers are not laying the wood. Not only are they laying the wood, but, man, quite honestly, Micah Baskerville got picked on all day long. Like, they showed that they thought that Micah Baskerville in coverage was the weak link, and quite honestly, he was. The one good play he had should have been an interception from Will Rogers. That would have been another one, and I think that that would have really turned the game on its head. But at, at, at some point, like at, at some point, you got to you, you stop. I mean, you, we were shown that Mike Jones in the first half was your best cover linebacker. Now, when Mike Jones came in, they started running the football. They didn't have success. I mean, if Mike Jones is showing you who – and I'm not playing around right now with the who Mike Jones. If Mike Jones is showing you that he's your best cover linebacker and they're not even sniffing the uh, his side of the, uh, of the field when he's in coverage, what do you think – I mean, what are you doing? What is up with the rot- – Baskerville got picked on all night long or all day long. But, no, they're not laying the wood. I did think that uh, DeMond Clark ha- had more of a better game until there at the end. I mean, he was flying all over the field. Let's look at this box score. Let's see if they had what his tackles were. Um, DeMond Clark defensively, they don't have defensive stats up yet. At least not that I can see. Let's see. I would love to know how many um, – I'd love to know how many tackles he had. But, no, they're not laying the wood. Holding us all game, yeah. I mean, crazy. 60 passing attempts, no holding. Yeah, I mean, that's that's unreal, guys. I mean, the simple fact the simple fact that they weren't calling holding on Mississippi State any of the game, on Ali Gay or anybody, Mason Smith, um, I, I, I don't know. Man, it, it, I, I'm at a loss for words, man. I'm at a legit loss for words. This this uh, SEC crew was horrible. Guys, they were horrible last week for Mississippi State. And to some point, I kind of feel bad for them a little bit, right? Like, 
I mean, damn. I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, it was it was horrendous. It was absolutely horrendous. All right, let's look. Rudy Crew is in the house. That's right. All of our comments come from the Rudy Crew. That is what we named the chat. The Rudy Crew. Hashtag Rudy Crew. Jared says, defense, for the most part, play good. Offense still needs some work, buddy. I, I agree, man. Look, man, I, I, I fully, I fully, fully agree uh, with you. Like, I, I fully, fully agree with this statement. Offense has shown um, that, they, that they are struggling. Uh, Aaron Adams says, defense gets a B-plus from me. The offense has to learn how to run the ball. Well, that's what I was trying to say earlier, so let me get back to that. Um, if you if you're if you're showing that you can't run the football, you got to do something to implement that. Get the ball, guys. At what point? Here's here's what I don't understand, and I, I wish that somebody would ask Orgeron. Um, every time that we go that I go to practice or we go to practice, the one thing that we see is Jake Pete's running with working with quarterbacks and running backs catching the football, like that. That is the thing that – that's the first thing that you see when you walk into practice. Why in the hell are you not throwing the ball to the running backs if you can't run the football? That feels very – you know, what are you working on if you're never going to call it? Another thing that they work on when we're at practice, they work on getting Max out of the pocket, making two and three decisions and getting the ball out of his hands. We saw him roll out of the pocket multiple times and have a lot of success there. I really don't know what they're running in practice, why they are changing what they are doing when they get in the football game. What feel what it feels to me is what it feels to me is if you're working on getting running backs out in space out of the backfield, if you're working on the quick throws, guys, again, six yards on a quick pass to Kayshawn Bouti, if you want to use that as your running game, so what? Loosen them up more. I mean, I I don't I don't know what else to. T- I mean, this is elementary stuff. The sack on Max Johnson, elementary stuff. Guys, when they send more guys than you have in the block, you got to be ready for that. You got to have checks and reads. You got to have your offense ready to go for. Hey, Max. No matter what happens, if we're in this formation, and they send the house and you see them about to send the house, you don't need to check with me bullshit. Like, you don't need that. Kayshawn, you know, I'm acting like a mix. Hey, Kayshawn, scoop, scoop, fire, hot, hot, hot. Pan, pan, pan. Well, that's what we used to call it, pan, hot. Quarterback would yell, hey, they're sending pressure. And then the offensive line would know, hey, we're going to get the ball out quick. Knock somebody's dick in the dirt. Pan, pan, pan. Snap, ball, catch, throw. It's freaking elementary shit at this point. I am I love the win. Absolutely adore that we won the game. I hate I, I hate incompetence. I hate it. Drives me nuts. Uh Jonathan Fowl says the constant stopping plays to check in and giving the defense time to adjust on offense offensively uh kills offensive momentum stay with tempo 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 i don't know what the hell's going on with that like i I have no idea what the hell is going on with this not running tempo let's see let me go look and see let me look at my notes too 
Let's look at the tempo scoring drives. Because um, I have my notes right here, just to give you some clarity. All right. One. First possession of the game, tempo, touchdown. Don't run tempo again in the first uh, in the first quarter. Um, so it's seven three and half. So second second or first drive out of the half in the second quarter at halftime. Tempo two place touchdown. You don't run tempo on your next drive. You punt. You come back out. You run tempo. Uh, you run seven plays and punt, and then you have a touchdown one play. So you can't run tempo. You come back out and run tempo again, nine plays, touchdown. And so the, the you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You have seven uh, drives where you don't run tempo offensively and you don't score. So the seven drives that you don't run tempo and you run this check with me, check with me, check with me, check with me, bullshit, you don't score. Jake Pete's Big Daddy, you ain't that smart, dog. I'm sorry. Call your play. Get it in, ready to go, and let's go, brother. If it's Orgeron, then I'm sorry. But at some, don't feel like it. Um, Ryan sends us two, uh, $2 and the $5. The Super Chats. Guys, I appreciate when y'all send us the Super Chat. Yeah, y'all can send us money. <laughs> I appreciate when you guys send us money. I love it. Um, everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Hit the retweet. Uh, as well. Give me some updates on this A&M game, too. Uh, Ryan Thibodeau says, O-line just isn't good enough for SEC play. No, they're not. No, they're not. Uh, Andrew says, O-line is crap. Shit. Yep, they're, they, the interior is. Uh, Charles Reason, I agree with him right here. He says, best interior O-line play today was uh, Adrian Martinez. He's not lying. Two times he's in there, I mean, he, he got some serious push on the O-line. Came in for chasing Hines. Guys, Anthony Bradford was getting pushed. Why? I know you had to move him around. You moved him to left tackle, right tackle, and stuff like that. I, I mean, but even he was getting pushed. Tackles, I thought, played pretty well today. Your interior of your offensive line sucked. Like they have a majority of the year. Uh, Tracy says, any word on Kiner? I don't recall seeing him back in the game after he took the hit. Yeah, I don't remember seeing him in the game either. It looked like he fell on the ball. That's why you don't leap, try to leap, guys. That's why you don't try to leap over dudes, right? Like you, he's got to stop with that. He's got to he's got to stop with that. Uh, but no, I don't remember seeing him either. He certainly didn't have a carry. Nookie says Coach Jones showed he can scheme, just didn't like uh, the late adjustments. Yeah, I mean, and look, he did not he did not change there at the end. He stuck with what worked. And I'm going to give him a pass on that. I mean, he schemed a great game. He schemed a great game. You're going to need – you're going to really, you're going to really, really need him next week. You're going to really, really, really need uh, him next week. Mikey says, if Austin is out for a while, if Austin – Deculus came back. No, Austin's not out. Deculus did come back in the game. Steven, I mean, Steven says on Facebook, I mean, I agree with him. We're playing not to lose, and that's going to continue to get you beat. I mean, look, Max Max had a rough quarter, had a rough half, but he, he responded. Like, he did respond. I mean, 
some point, I could kind of feel like it's you just got to give him – guys, he's 17 of 27, 280 yards, four touchdowns, and a score. That's That that stat line, in and of itself, that's not a horrible stat line. But then you have Will Rogers throwing it 62 times, 371 yards. Guys, did you realize that Mississippi State had 115 yards rushing? They dominated you. Uh, I mean, look, Max Johnson having negative 10 yards rushing. I mean, we still haven't had – since 2019, we have not had a running back outside of John Emery. Uh, and I think it was Vandy and maybe Alabama because he had that big run. Uh, you haven't had a running back outside of one game since the national title to give you 100 yards. Now, they spread the ball around a lot. I mean, you had 17 uh, – or let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 – Nine guys caught passes today. Nine guys caught passes. That's unreal, man. What's even crazier is Mississippi State had 47 completions. That's 47 completions. That's just unfreaking real. LSU's in trouble, man. If they don't start fixing stuff, we're in trouble. We're in absolute trouble. As Jason Barnes sends us some stars via Facebook, uh, thank you very much, my friend. Danny says, yes, preach. Nick Weibel, what's up, buddy? Says, driving and can't type much, but this LSU team sucks. <laughs> Mississippi State beat themselves. Uh, I don't think that they suck defensively. I think that um, – I think we just suck offensively. Guys, I'm not going to put this on the defense. I mean, you know, week one, okay – I mean, I just – I really thought defensively that they play good and then they finally started to break there at the end. you got to find ways to run the football or enact something that shows that you – you know, a semblance of a running play. Guys, there's, there's no reason for something like this. Absolutely no reason. Um, <laughs> I see the super chat from uh, Craig Chilling. But there's absolutely no reason why you should have a scenario where Miss guys we got outrushed by Mississippi State. Mississippi State outrushed us, 115 to 60. An air raid team outrushed you. Unreal. Unreal that you got more yards from a team that had 60, 60 passing attempts. 60. And you're getting outrushed by them. Unreal. Unreal. Because the truth... The truth is, you don't have an identity. And quite honestly, if LSU didn't have the athletes with this coaching staff, you'd get your ass beat. Guys, I had no idea whatsoever what the hell we're doing coaching-wise. The gloves are off now. The gloves are off. I'm, I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Craig sends us 499 on the Super Chat, says, help Blake in the Super Chat paying us 
via the super chat. Thank you, my friend, by telling Spectrum to get off their butt. Uh, Andrew said Jack Bash caught that ball. Yeah, I thought he did too, man. I thought he did too. Still would have been, you know, uh, too short. Um, but still, Danny says Clark had 15 tackles, eight solo. Guys, I really did think he was all over the place. I think they just picked on Baskerville, and when so this is what I see when I watch film. Damone Clark is trying to not only play his position, but help Micah. It is what it is. You can say Blake stopped talking about players, but Micah Baskerville got abused today. Abused. It's all over the place, man. Did great in coverage, tackled in space. And that penalty late in the game, guys, the rule is if a receiver is behind the line, you can knock his ass out. It's not That's a bad play call. Dan Orlovsky was horrible all day, but he's right on that. You can knock somebody's dick in the dirt when they're behind the line of scrimmage. That shouldn't have been a penalty. KJ says, those saying enjoy the win believes everything is unicorns and rainbows and sugar cookies. I wouldn't mind a sugar cookie. Uh, sorry, but reality is this team is discombobulated. I, I don't disagree with that at all. Like, I don't disagree with that at all. This team is discombobulated. They don't know what they're doing. I, I, I just don't understand offensively some of the shit that they're running. 28 points is fan, is good and all. But having seven points in the first half, I mean, maybe chalk it up that you're playing 11 a.m. on the road, but <laughs> – I don't know, man. There's a lot of things that I wish that I could say. There's a lot of things that – and look, I don't understand why Orgeron – this is Orgeron, uh, guys on the podcast that listen to us tomorrow to, or tonight. This is Orgeron. And then this is Orgeron when he wants something done. And then he does this again. And then, I mean, don't keep your god dang mic down. God, my brother chimes in. What's up, Brett? <laughs> he says, this Mississippi State scheme scares the poo out of O. He's gun shy, quote unquote, based on last year's torching. Uh, we got a, uh, a passer, runner, three-year starter, and a tank coming next week. Literally. Literally. The good thing is, is that uh, Auburn doesn't have a good playmaker on the outside. We're kind of looking forward to that game right now. They don't have a playmaker on the outside. But, man, man, oh, man. Man, oh, man. It wouldn't be interesting if Ed loses to Auburn. Same fate as less. I, 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 look, I want Ed to be able to correct it. But at some point, and here's the thing, too, to, to the people that – do media for LSU, and I mean, inside, like literally paid for LSU. If you can't take me being uh, criticizing and critiquing, bro, you're softer than Charmin tissue paper. I've sticked up, I've stuck up for your ass long too much. It's over with. If you don't know what to do, just say it. But you do have a literal tank coming in next week. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Don't be a square. Hit that like and share, <laughs> as Nookie says. Uh, Wade McBride says, putting put running back in slot 
and do the uh, uh, the toss pass when they get in motion. Mm. Ryan Thibodeau sends his $5 D, uh, via Super Chat. It says, LSU is lacking leaders and dogs. Uh, go for the jugular and do the damn thing. They are lacking dogs. Um, Stephen Miller says, why the F did Ed preach up-tempo before the game, yet nothing? Why? And what's crazy about that is the four scoring drives you have is, I mean, and look, I, I, I'm going to throw the, the, the Trey Palmer touchdown drive as up-tempo because you still snap the ball with 20 seconds left on the play clock, and when you come out, the play clock starts with 25 seconds, uh, which went to a busted coverage, and you scored. You didn't score outside of that. It's clear to me that this team wants to run up-tempo. It's clear to me that they're effective running up-tempo. They're not a team that wants to sit back and, and and play this check with me bullshit. Everybody do me a favor. Hold your phone and get down in a three-point stance or a two-point stance, shoulder width apart, knees bent, back a little bit arched, but still have it at a straight line and sit there for 30, or for 30 seconds. We should take a we should take a pause in a moment of silence for thirty seconds for how long an offensive lineman has to sit there with his check with me. You didn't and Ed, with all due respect, with Ed saying, Well, I told the coordinators to go up tempo. Big Daddy, you're the head coach. You're the head coach. Tell them to run up tempo if that is what you want. Do it. Stop making excuses. Oh, Arkansas is up 3 nothing. All right, Arky. We see you. Hoo! Pig Stewie. <laughs> uh, Stephen Miller says, our scoring drives were small numbers of plays, and you go up-tempo because – Guys, when you go up tempo and guys can't get lined up, busted coverages happen. No safety over the top on the quick slant to Kayshawn Booty touchdown. The busted cover to Trey Palmer. The busted coverage to Kayshawn Booty, the first score of the game where he's got to fall down. It's a busted coverage, guys. Now, the, 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 you can call whatever you want. Call it luck on the Cole Taylor touchdown. Call it whatever you want to call it say that he was trying to throw the ball to Kayshawn, but it was still a rub route. The rub route worked. Coy, uh, Coy, uh, 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 Coy. Cole Taylor was still in a position to catch the football, and they scored. Two of the Mississippi State guys ran into each other and got hurt. Maybe that is what the play call was supposed to be. We don't know that. We have to wait and find out about that. But this moral victory BS, no. No. Arky taking it to A&M right now, huh? What's the score now? I might need to go, you know. Uh-uh. Damn, 10-0 Arky. Bruh, I tried to tell y'all. Man, this whole week I've been trying to preach when we go around the SEC that A&M ain't shit. They, I don't want to hear Jimbo Fisher's name no mo. No mo. 
Uh, Taylor Edmonds says, at no point should Booty be off the field. Oh, Cap was on. Especially when it's third down. I agree, man. I agree. And making justifications for it. Mm-mm-mm. Steven Meadows says that'll be the last time he does that jumping shit. <laughs> Talking about Corey Connor. Oh, Steven. You funny, boy. You funny. Henry Pooh Bear says, I have never been impressed by Shanahan. He may be smart, but I'm not sure if he's strong enough. Well, and he doesn't get any help from his guards either. Guys, a center is only as good as his offensive guards. Ace, trust me, guys. I played the position, let's see, three years high school, three and a half, three. So, what, six years? And I don't – I mean, I'm just going to use my experience. A good center has good guards that can help him. You got the two hog mollies on the side of you. That is what that is the ultimate thing, the ultimate help and the ultimate play of a center. <clears throat> Alton said the one good thing I thought defensively, and I've been hard on Cordell Flott, so I will admit where I'm wrong. And I was wrong here. I had a lot of reserves and a lot of worries about uh Cordell Flott. Like I was worried a lot. Um, I was really worried uh, about Cordell Flott this season, and I was wrong. I was wrong. And, I mean, the forced fumble was a perfect form tackle to, uh, to pop the ball out. The interception, he goes up to the highest point of the football, picks it off, I, and quite, if we're being frank, he has, to date, been your best cover corner. And really, let's not even call it a cover corner. He has just been your best corner all season. He has been, guys. He has been. Uh, Henry says, and shout out to the uh, 251 boys, Farrell and Flott. Well, you got to give it to Cardell Flott, man. You got to give it to Cardell Flott. I, and I will admit where I was wrong, and I was wrong there. I was wrong. Playing hell. Uh, playing like hell. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to some Facebook groups. I would really appreciate it, guys. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and all that stuff, too. Uh, Trey Bird says they need to play hard the whole game. Way too conservative on both sides, offense and defense. I don't, I don't mind that they were conservative defensively. I mean, guys – you give up you hold a team for that long eventually they're going to pop through when you guys get tired uh mississippi state says edwin mississippi state ran 88 plays lsu ran 54 so i mean look 88 plays and you're going to give up points i'm surprised i was i i i was thinking during the game i was like man when is this defense just gonna gonna get exhausted and get gassed and get burned and they held on longer than i thought that they would Jordan says, I believe our defense got tired at the end. I agree there. Mississippi State ran a ton of plays, especially in the fourth quarter. I agree wholeheartedly there, wholeheartedly. Chase um, says, the time of possession was so lopsided, of course, the defense would eventually tire out. What was that time of possession? I think uh, it was around 10 minutes, right? 
10 minutes on time of possession difference, team stats. How, guys, and that's what the crazy part about this is to me. Whereas, guys, Mississippi State had the ball for 10 more minutes than LSU did. An air raid team, up-tempo team, had the ball for 10 more minutes than you did. Guys, you can't make this stuff up. You can't make it up. Mm. Reginald Cormier says our running back rotation is terrible. Yeah, I mean, I mean, man, look, <laughs> I, I know I've been critical. I did like some of the runs from from Ty Davis Price today. I mean, guys, he had fifty two yards on thirteen carries. I, I mean, when you're when you're, <laughs> your guys, you guys aren't gonna like me saying this, and I understand it. But when it's second and th- when it's second and seven. Okay, or 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 third and three, and you have a running back that's getting four point nine yards per carry. Hand him the football, or run an RPO. You're getting torched by crossing routes. The one crossing route you ran, you two of them, you fucking scored. Guys, on a quick slant, which is still over the quick over the middle, Coy Ta- uh, Cole Taylor crossing route. Guys, it's it's like you would have thought that a light bulb would have gone off in Ed Orgeron's head that said, hey, we're getting our ass beat on crossing routes. Why don't we enable it in our offense? Light bulb. Guys, I mean, you're getting four, five, four point seven, four point nine yards per carry. Guys, I'm sorry to tell you, that's effective. It's effective. Not good, not great. Average, five yards per carry is average. They don't know what they're doing, man. They're the LSU was fifty fifty split right down the middle. They were split right down the middle. 27 passing attempts, 27 runs. Screw your 50-50 bullshit. If you're having success throwing the football, rip that bitch. I'm done with it. Guys, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I can't take it. My heart can't take it. My heart can't take the incompetence anymore. I want some. I'm going to get to Aaron's comment. I want somebody who knows what the F word they're doing. I'm I'm done with it. Been patient long enough. Aaron Adams says Arkansas already almost has more rushing yards than us in the first quarter. Unreal. 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 Nookie says multiple horrible decisions by Leach were gifts, plus clear uh, examples of poor coaching. Guys, if you want this team to win, and I agree with Nookie here, if you want this team to win next week, you got to show up and show out. You got to show up and show out. You got to pack the stadium because, quite honestly, they can't win without you. LSU can't win without a packed crowd. I- I'm just telling you. And I don't think that they'll get it. 
Tremaine Lucas, what's up, buddy? He says, what's going on, brother? He says, they had to start trusting Max more and do what works. Coming from a former defensive player at Southeastern, a guy playing a lot of football, I agree with you. <laughs> Trey, it, it, it ain't that difficult, right? My man's still looking young. Look how, look how young my man Trey is. My man came out the womb looking like that, too. Look at, I mean, my man just jacked, dog. What up, Trey? <laughs> Trey, I'm gonna when, Trey. When AYS gets big, you're gonna be with the AYS bar, uh, bodyguard. Uh, Richie Roche says <clears throat> you got a bunch of inexperienced coordinators calling the game and no elite head coach. Bingo. Very well put. Bingo. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. You're not wrong. But I'm tired of the incompetence. I mean, I can't believe, you know, all offseason we were so worried about Durante Jones. He's shown to be the somewhat, and how he's calling the game, the most competent coach that you might have right now. Adjusting. Hey, we're not going to let Mike Leach throw it all over us. Tony Williams says the players that got discombobulated is because the head coach is discombobulated. He very much seems that way. He very much seems that way. And, yell, you know, defense gives up a score. He's running over there yelling at the defense, which I don't care. Look, guys, I don't care if a coach is yelling at his players. Guys, that's football, man. That's football. So don't get on the ad about yelling at players. If you're going to get on the ad about it, you better get on the nick about it. Don't be soft as Sherman Tissue and, and be mad at Ed for yelling at players. Quite honestly, I like it a little bit, him chewing some ass. But when, but the difference with Ed, though, is is that he's yelling at the players because his job's on the line, and he, he – man, look, he's calling – he's calling it – brother, you got – if you're going to go down, which you're going you're gonna to go down, go down swinging. You know, it's like – I'll give an example of myself. I probably I am probably not a good fighter. I love watching fights. We'll be watching the fight tonight. I'm not a good fighter. What I am, what I'm not going to do though is not go down swinging. A lot of dudes might knock me out. I might knock some other dudes out. But one thing I'm not going to do is going to be not going down swinging. I'm not going to play scared. I hate that. Huh. Jason says his team makes everything look difficult. Tackling, throwing, blocking, running, et cetera. It's so frustrating. They do at times. But you know what's interesting, too, is I felt like they tackled good in space today. I mean, guys, you complete that many passes, you're tackling well in space. Oh, my God. Uh, Mikey says Arkansas just had an 85-yard bomb, 10 nothing. <laughs> Hey, let's get down to some of the, more of these comments because I see a lot of 10 nothing Arky. Hey, man, maybe you go get you some Sam Pittman. Uh, Reginald Cormier says, Booty is a star. Kid even make all the tackles on special teams. That's another thing. Why in the hell is Kayshawn Booty out on third down? Here's the incompetence. Here's the show of the ultimate incompetence. Kayshawn Booty is out on third down and not on not on the offense, but then you punt the ball and he's your lead gunner making the making the tackle. 
My word. Uh, Aaron Adams says, ready to see A&M go down. Well, it sounds like from all these comments, it's 10 nothing. Woo! Pink Suey! Stupidest chant of all time. Woo! Pink Suey! Uh, Craig Schilling says, Max should have charged with uh, a pick six on that Cole TD pass. Nookie reference. Uh, Chili says, hashtag ask Blake, does LSU need, uh-oh, does LSU need to pick four to five receivers rotate and let them flow? Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with that, and that's what they were probably doing. Um, that's probably what they were doing when Kayshawn was out. But, man, I mean, you got to go up out there and score. you got to be your best defensive, uh, offensive player out there. What are you taking him out for? I mean, I love I love Devontae Lee more than or Devontae more than uh, Lee more than the next guy, but he ain't freaking Kayshawn Booty. Uh, Robert Law says hashtag Ask Blake. Do you think uh, Stingley has played his last game as a Tiger, and will missing the rest of the season hurt his draft? Uh, yes, and yes. Uh, Zay says, Ken, we admit Max isn't that guy, I'm, though. I'm sorry, but the numbers don't tell the tr- the full story. <sighs> I mean, look, he has shown struggles. But what I will say to this, though, is is that when you were down, he fired back. And a kid that's making his, well, we're three and one, so his sixth start. I mean, guys, I mean, are we, you know – then why are we crowning DJ Ogalale? Why are we crowning JT Daniels before, you know, like there's, I still think that you got to give him a little bit more time. And quite honestly, this, the scheme is off, you know, like the whole check with me, you can't blame all of this on max. Quite honestly, I feel like it's a bigger deal that he's doing what he's doing in in, in an incompetent play calling situation. But he's going to, I mean, that's just me, though, man. Oh, my God. 17 nothing, Arky. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jimbo, you suck. Trent says, if I'm O, I know my job is at risk. I'm going to out playing with the, going playing lights out. I'm going down. I grant, Trent. I agree, Trent. Uh, I'm going down swinging. I'm going down swinging. Is Arkansas really putting the smack it down? Are they really putting the smack down on A&M right now? Guys, you ain't winning that game. I'm sorry to tell you. I'm sorry to tell you you're not beating Texas A&M. I mean, you're not beating Arkansas. Sorry. I don't even I don't even have to watch what's going on in the game right now. You're not beating Arkansas. Sorry. Chucked it as a loss to Ole Miss, Arkansas, Bama, maybe Florida. Ed's done, man. Or if he if he loses those, he's done. All right, let's get to a couple more of these comments. Is let me and let me say this before we kind of wrap wrap it all up. Is all of this fixable? Yeah. But they ain't going to do it. Jason says, let's call it like it is. Flat play one hell of a game, but McLaughlin and Ricks 
weren't that great. McLaughlin almost got beat, um, but he he made a lot of tackles to start the game too. He got beat once, and that ball, if you remember in the end zone, he had his hand in the passing route. Um, he had his hand uh, right there with uh, his hand in the hands of the receiver, which then forced the incompletion, and he didn't give up the touchdown. So I thought he played okay. I mean, guys, look. <laughs> Young, young and coming back off the injury, knocking off rust. I thought he played pretty decent, though. Uh, Shane says, yeah, KB not on the field on third down is asinine. Our coaching is bottom of the barrel. No way we can defend that garbage anymore. No, there's no way you can defend it. Richie Roche says, our wide receiver room is stacked, man. They are stacked, and your best one's on the sideline. Uh, Mick, Mikey says, Georgia's defense looks scary. Yeah, dude, they're the best team in the country. Look, you can call it what it is. You can hate Kirby. They're the best team in the country. Their defense – nobody's scoring on that defense, man. They're scary. I mean, it doesn't – the only team that I think that could beat them at this point, I don't even think Bama could beat them. I think that Ole Miss would be the only team that could go in there and probably do some stuff to get points, but I still think that they lose. I mean, I just think that Georgia is a dominating team right now. Guys, the first quarter, wasn't it – Georgia was up on Vanny 35 to nothing. Guys, that's hard to do on air. Guys, that's how hard to do on air. They're they're scary, man. Uh, and look, Jake Crane came on our show and said that he thought that Georgia was going to win the Natty. I called him kind of crazy. Maybe he ain't so dumb after all. And I, not that he was dumb, crazy after all is what I meant. Uh, Robert Laws says hashtag Ask Blake. So it seems like the Coach O firing is going to happen eventually. Would you like to see hired? Who would you like to see hired? Do we hire a proven coach like Aranda? Well, Aranda's not a proven coach. <laughs> Sorry, brother, but Aranda's not a proven coach. I'm not a head coach. Um, yeah, I'd like to see a proven coach. I'd like to see somebody like, you know, Mario Cristobal. Or, I mean, look, we'll get there when we get there. I, I don't like making these lists of, of guys that I want because I want, I'm, I'm going to need to sit down and really look through it and go down it and go that route. I'm not, I'm not going to do that right now, though. Derek says Arkansas is just so physical, and that, uh, and then Blake says Arkansas is going to kill us. Yeah, they're going to kill us. Good. I mean, I hate it, I, guys. I hate it. Um, but if they're doing this to A and M's defense, my God. Uh, Zay says I think I'm the off. Se- I think I'm the off season. It's going to be Garrett and Walker. We'll see. We'll see. Especially if you have a new coaching staff coming in, which kind of looks inevitable. At this point. All right, let's get to a couple more, and then we're going to get on out of here. Um, we are at the Drake Williams Law Firm, by the way. I forgot to mention that. DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. Uh, live on location. Um, but I was too pissed off to uh, <laughs> to start it off. But DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com, 985386, uh, or no. Let me just put the card up. Um but Drake Williams Law Firm, come on, man. Stupid computer. Yeah, 985-386-7600. That's 985-386-7600, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. We are live in here on location. You see all the books, guys, anything that you need, and the way that they dominate locally in the courtroom, they're dominating more than LSU on the football field. They're like the Alabama of dominating the courtroom. Hell, you know what they are? They're the Arkansas right now dominating up front. Judges are scared of them. Other attorneys are scared of them. 
Oh, shit. Here comes the Drake Williams Law Firm. Tony Goudreau says Aranda has proven that he isn't much of a head coach. Yeah, I mean, he's not a proven head coach. No. If Dave Aranda is hired as the head coach at LSU, I'm probably going to be pissed. Uh, Rich Roche says, by the way, Ole Miss is going to house us. Maybe Kiffin will do his boy Orgeron a favor and keep it under 70. <laughs> Nookie says, that, uh, at one point in the game, Georgia had 62 points. Vandy had 62 yards. My God. Guys, they're the best team in the country. It's not close. It's, it's not It's not even close. And they're playing a team like Vandy, and they're up for it. So this excuse for LSU at 11 a.m. not playing flat – then what's your excuse for Georgia beating the dog shit out of Vandy, scoring 62 points while Vandy has 62 yards? It, it, it's not a joke anymore. Edwin says Baylor's up 14 nothing to Iowa State, but, guys, he's just not a proven coach. I mean, is he a proven coach at LSU? That's the question. All right, let's get out of here. We will see you again Monday. Um, let's see, Robert Law says he's starting a movement for Stephen Miller as head coach and Blake Rafino as O-line coach. Stephen Miller ain't the head coach. Big Daddy's the head coach. He can be He can be my O-line coach. All right, let's get out of here. We'll see you all again soon. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. We'll see you all Monday, and we'll have a full breakdown of it again. But until then, we'll let's go watch Arkansas beat the shit out of A&M. Let's go have some, a good Saturday. Y'all have fun. Later. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.